The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The Heilige Chofetz Chaim was once traveling, selling his svarim, and he came to a certain town between Mincha and Mayrid. A fellow comes over to him and says, I have five rubles. Will you give me four rubles change? I want to pay you back a ruble. Says why? Says you weren't here before. I took a safer and there was nobody to pay. So I want to pay the ruble now. The Chofetz Chaim said, look, I don't know when you took a safer. I can't do business like that. I'm not sure. I can't take money from you. So the fellow said, Rebbe, you caught me. I'll tell you the end. I didn't take a safer from you. But I want to have the schus to give him a ton. I want to, I want to help support the Chofetz Chaim. So I thought this would be a good way to give you, I don't have a lot of money, but a ruble I can give the Chofetz Chaim. Let me give you the ruble. Chofetz Chaim said, no, I will accept no matonas from anyone. If you want, you can give a donation to the yeshiva. So that will give me a nachas ruach. So he said, fine, because I have got five rubles. I can't afford more than a ruble. So the Chofetz Chaim took out, he had a strong box where he kept his money, and he took it out, and the fellow grabbed it and ran off. Inside that box were 400 rubles, which was all the money the Chofetz Chaim had saved print the next volume of the Mishnah Brewer. And the people began running, grab him, grab him. The Chofetz Chaim said, leave him, leave him. Maybe he has a daughter he has to marry off. Don't chase him. Now, there are many things one can learn from this story. Chofetz Chaim's Ahavas Yisroh. The Chofetz Chaim's Midas HaChesed. But let us try to fathom the Menuchas HaNefesh. A man just came and fooled him and swiped away his life savings. He didn't lose himself for him and he didn't start screaming and that cat nothing. Complete menucha, complete shlita, complete control over himself. That's menucha samefesh. I once as a bocha was traveling to a friend's house and the fellow was getting married in Long Island. I was going with another fellow and somehow we had a mistake in directions and we were very, very late and wanted very much to be there for the chuppah. And after we step on it, step and he was speeding and going, trying to make sure to get to the chasen on time. And Neither of us, we were both Bachram, so we didn't yet even think of such a thing as asking for directions. And after you're married, you know, you're told you have to sometimes stop to ask for directions. There was no such a thing. And we were just going till finally it was getting late. We had long missed the chuppah. And we pull into a gas station, just tell us, how do we get to Long Island? And the fellow says, hey man, you're closer to Boston than you are to Long Island. Says the point means we were speeding along in a completely wrong direction. Sometimes. If the direction, the purpose of the journey of life is to get to Menucha, we crave Menucha. Why do we get into Kas? Because our Menucha is disturbed. I want peace. If it doesn't go my way, I can't find the parking space with the way I need it. But I have to wait an extra few minutes. So my Menucha is disturbed. So I replace it with more chaos. Kas. Interesting. Kas. Chaos. How is that going to help me? It's going to destroy me. Rebelli Lapian told the Maisenoyer. There was a man in town who was an angry, nasty man, and every child, all the children hated him. The Arches Tzadikim says, says, Abalkas ein loy chen. Chen, you have again, the Ches and the Nun. He has no menucha, he has no chen, because chen is otherworldly. It comes from above the person, it's matnas chinom. And the children despised this man. The angry man in town. And one day the news came out, the man was dying, he's on his deathbed, and the Hebrew Kedisha surrounding his bed, and the kids didn't want to miss this. And they all ran over to his house and they were climbing in the windows to see, to watch the Yitzhiyas Neshama. And the man is lying on his bed. And his last koichas, he sees the kids in the window. And he lifts himself up and he shakes his fist. Get down from that window right now! And at that moment was Yitzhiyas Neshama. Could you imagine? At a time when he should have been saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echod, he worshipped Avoy Desire.
That's where this could take us. It's like a locomotive hurtling along, pounding on the tracks towards oblivion. We're going in the opposite direction of where we want to go. By tzaddikim, the central focus of their existence was menuchas hanefesh, by the helige chazoynish. Well, sometimes had so no kayak, he learned, he exerted himself with such a gear. There were times he says he didn't even have the strength to pick up a pen. He was so exhausted. He wasn't a well man. And one night there was a fellow who had to talk to him. And he came in and the mishpacha was around. They said, look, the, the chazanish is so weak. He can't see. When he had no kayak at all, he would close the door. That was it. Otherwise he would see people. And the fellow was very insistent. He wanted very much. So he went around to the other side and he crawled in through the window and he came to the chazanish's room and he spoke to the chazanish. The had no kayak. couldn't even answer him. The next day he felt very bad. So he went to the Chazanish when he had no koyach. So he went to ask the Chazanish Mechidish, I hope the Rebbe wasn't angry at me. So he said, angry at you? The only reason I could think of to be angry at you is that you'll choyshed me, that you suspect that I don't understand that sensation. I don't know what it means. That's why he writes in a letter, the Chazanish writes, Animachzik es ha-kabdonus something very detestable, kabdonus, anger, nastiness. The Heiliger's Lodge of Amagid owned a pair of Tvilin that was priceless, belonged to his elder Zayde, and he was very, very poor, and there was nothing to eat in the house to feed his wife and children. His wife begged him many times, you know, if you sell this Tvilin, you can make a lot of money, and we could support ourselves. And how can I sell the Zayde's Tvilin? One day it was Erev Sukkis, and there was no Esrik to be found. And there was one person in another town who had an Esrik, and he was demanding an exorbitant price for it. And his Lodge of Amagid went and sold his Aedas Tvilin and took that money and bought the Esrig. And he came dancing into the house. I've got a beautiful Esrig. Nobody has an Esrig. Where did you get the money to pay for this Esrig? He said, I sold the Tvilin. And this Heiligat Sadekis, Shanginuk, she couldn't take it. She said, what? After all, I was starving. I begged you so many times to sell the Tvilin. Now you sold it to buy an Esrig that's going to last for seven days. And she took the Esrig and she threw it and broke the pitum. And his Lord Shiva Magid turned to the Rabbi Nishlam and he said, Tata Zisa, the Tzvillin I lost, the Esrig I lost. You think now I'm going to lose my temper? Oh no. And that night his father came to him in a cholim and he said, the first Maisa that you gave away your Tzvillin to buy the Esrig caused such a commotion in Shomayim, the mysterious Nefesh. But it didn't compare to the second Nesoyim. When you were Oymid in the Soyan of Kas, you created a storm in Shomayim. That the Soyan was far greater than the first one. Menucha Nefesh, Rabbi I know a Yid, a Yid Atzadik, Talmud of the great Sadiqim of the Deiris before the Mulchama. He learned Barabanis where Barabanis first Talmudim. He lived in Lakewood going back many, many years. And one day he came home. He lived on a second-floor apartment, and he saw that his three little toddler-age kids had crawled out of the second-floor window, and they were standing on a ledge. And he looked up, and he said, go inside. And they came inside, and he took them, and he gave each one a patch like they deserved. Now, had he lost himself, like would have been the normal reaction, it would have been a tragedy. And he said, oi, get in! Menuch HaSamnefesh saved the lives of his children. Years later, I heard the story from his son. Told me that one of his daughters once opened up the closet to her house, to one of the doors of the closet, and a cat jumped out. Well, it happens sometimes. A cat sneaks into her house, and uh, and she started screaming, "A cat! A cat!" She ran all over the house, hysterical. That he never remembers his father giving a child such a musashmut. Was haste? Was haste? Mefaliyitzach. 
A Yid loses himself. Who knows what could happen? What could go next? And then he told her the story. Do you know where you would be if I would lose myself? And he told her the story of what happened to her when she had crawled out on the ledge of that window. When one has Menucha Samefesh, the Chofetz Chaim could stand there. When somebody took his box with 400 rubles, that means he's invincible. That means he can overcome any obstacle that comes his way. As the Pasik says, A general who conquers a country doesn't compare to the power of one who has Menuchas HaNefesh. Because Menuchas HaNefesh is the foundation of fortitude. It's the cradle of courage. It's what makes us royalty. We are a Melech. There was a Yidat Tzadik in Yerushalayim of Shmuel Humanah. Wrote the Sefer Eved HaMelech. He said he knew an old man in Yerushalayim who was the most tranquil and calm person he ever met. They couldn't, nothing phased him. And we talk about, tra- we don't mean someone who's just carefree and happy-go-lucky. We mean tranquility. A serious person who's be'etzem, be'etzem has found inner peace. He said, how, how could some, how, where did you get this? He said, I'll tell you, my nature was exactly the opposite. I was so evil-tempered. I was so impossible. I learned in Radim. And one day the Chofetz Chaim pulled me out of the Besmedish and he took me by the hand and he started stroking my hand and he walked me up and down for two hours just repeating Savlonis, 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 Savlonis for two hours. And ever since then I haven't been the same. The Chofetz Chaim put Menuche into me. The Koyach, when one has Menuche to bring Menuche into others, Imagine, imagine if we were to hear the news that there's a, a circus train has been traveling through town and the back the car holding the tigers broke open and there's five Siberian tigers running loose all over town. Imagine, and we advise nobody should leave his house, keep yourself on the locked doors. A sakana to go out? No, there'd be no yeshiva, there'd be no davani, there'd be no shul. Everything, all our boys Hashem would stop. When Kass is on the loose, there's a tiger on the loose. There's a chayat tayrif on the loose. We can't even begin avoidus Hashem. Imagine a person has to go out. He's got a hatzolo call on his own. He's got to go out. If he knows there are tigers out there, he's somewhat safer. But imagine a person doesn't even know. He's just happily walking down the street, not even realizing what's waiting, what's lurking there in the darkness. The person is doomed. So our first avoidus that the Rambam teaches us is to be aware, be aware that this is not a simple matter, that nothing can even begin until this matter is addressed. Because and we have a tzivoy of hoser kas milibecho The should give us that we should be able to live and serve him according to our good ritzoynus. And the das that we know, we should be mekind of yodata ha'yoyim v'hashay voice elevavecho v'bizoichet v'makabu p'nei Mashiach t'rkeinu me'hemenu amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to Inspire dot org.